What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to the Four Sideball Podcast. You're tuning in with your boy Rich, and I'm here with my buddies Tom and JD, and we're about to get this thing started. Let's go. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We got a brand new episode for everybody. We're on 135. How's everybody doing tonight? Doing good, Rich. How you doing? Doing fantastic, man. Getting ready for uh, summertime madness. Kicking in. Starting to feel like summer is getting a little hot. So about 80 today. How's the weather about you guys? I think kind of cloudy, actually. I mean, it's, it's warm since 75, 80, but been a little cloudy. Um, can't complain. Got shorts and t-shirt on. <laughs> Classic. Just got to get a beer and be uh, by a a pool or something. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Let's get right into it, man. Really wasn't much in in the NFL this week. The only thing was that the three options got cut. And then uh, he said he's open for business and every team in the NFL is trying to uh, reach out to him. So, yeah, you know, you know, it's it's like the the same three teams are always, I feel like, tied tied into guys like this, like uh, Chiefs, the Bills, Mm -hmm. you know, 49ers. But. You know, I, I don't know. I think uh, you know. There's, I've been hearing some rumblings of a uh, a push to Cleveland. Obviously, Deshaun Watson came out and said he'd love to have him. Yeah. Uh, Hopkins' best years, obviously, with De- Deshaun. I mean, it, interesting that they cut him. Obviously, they couldn't find a uh, trade suitor, and the contracts didn't work, so they're taking the cap hit this year. Yeah. Makes, makes sense. Makes sense. I, I mean. I don't think Kyler's cap hits start to hurt them for a few years, so you might as well get it out of the way now. Yeah, I'm sure they'll renegotiate when it does. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But but yeah, uh, you know he's he's still he's he's only 30. He's, he's still a good player. Um, mm-hmm. And get him in there now and, and get him get him going. Oh yeah, Giants, if you're listening, please go sign him. But like you said, man, I I don't think that's gonna happen because he's gonna want to go play for a contender. It just seems like the Chiefs, those top teams are always in the number one option, either Chiefs or Bills. Um, mm-hmm. I think uh, if he's on the Chiefs, I mean, it's going to suck because he won't be a sleeper, sleeper wide receiver anymore. And then, uh, right. I mean, he's on the Bills. I mean, he's pretty much going to be sharing time with uh, Diggs, so he won't get a one-on-one coverage. He won't get a, you know double teamed. I have to worry about being double teamed. I just see some other rumors about the, the Dolphins, but that didn't make sense. That's like a freaking all-star lineup if you went there, but still going to depend on the quarterback. Quarterback can't stay healthy. doesn't matter. I'm trying to think, see what else, what other teams were available. I heard uh, the Jets were trying to get into the mix, but you guys have got too much, too much weapons now. Calm down. <laughs> yeah, I think I think they they they'd have to move things around. Like Corey Davis would be gone, but yeah, they got a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff going on there. I, he's all teams should be making a phone call. I think we talked about mm-hmm. this with other guys, but if you're not making a phone call, you're not doing your due diligence. Oh yeah, I mean everybody needs a receiver, so but it's gonna be interesting to see. Uh, they said he's not in a rush either, so we'll probably wait until right before training camp gets ready to start before he signs. So yeah, I mean ideally you probably want him in a little early so you can get the playbook, but you know. I, I assume he's going to sign here in the next couple of days. I don't. I don't see this dragging out too long. And then uh, on to the NBA. I mean, we had uh, the game seven wrapped up the other night with the Heat and the Celtics. Celtics came back down from three zip, three zip, won three straight. So they're going to come out strong. They had the home court advantage right here on this game seven, but uh, it looks like the uh, the injury to Tatum hurt. You know more than expected. 
uh, you know, he wasn't fully 100%. And then, uh, I mean, you guys shot a lot of threes, man. That's, he was going back and forth, man. They need to, somebody need to get to the hole. Stop shooting all these damn threes, man. Yeah, you know, it was it was disappointing that they 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 came out they came out flat. Obviously, first play of the game, Tatum hurting his ankle. I I didn't think it looked that bad. Uh, obviously, he was in pain. Um, I don't know. I, I have kind of mixed feelings on that because I've played with I've played with uh, sore ankles before, and, and I think everyone who's played basketball has. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it it is what it is. Uh, usually, you get you get through the game. I'm not saying that it would have been good after or for the finals, but usually with the adrenaline and and uh, hard hard tape, you can usually get through the game. Obviously, he he just wasn't himself. He didn't trust it. I don't think um, it, it is what it is. They they still you know have the players to to to, to overcome that and, and win that game. And, and Jalen Brown being uh, top of that list, he was terrible. Uh, he said it after the game. Uh, eight eight turnovers, missed a lot of shots. Um, just a bad, just bad decision making. You know, they're they're cut, cut the lead to seven. They they get a you know a turnover and he pulls up for three. It's like you know that's get the get the hoop, get it to five. I don't know. It was just you know there's a time and a place to to pull up for three, but when you get, when you're ice cold from the field and you kind of got him on the ropes a little bit, that, to me that's not the time. Uh, it, you know, it was across the board, though. In the last two games, they went 16 for 77 from three-point line. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it's 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 a make-or-miss league, and, and, and they didn't hit him. And then he did. I mean, Caleb Martin was fantastic uh, yep. all series. And, and every time the Celtics made a little bit of a run or felt like they had some momentum, he seemed to get the ball and the shot. I, you know, we talked about it after. I didn't think Butler played all that great. I didn't think Bam played all that great. Yeah, I felt but, like uh, Martin should have been the MVP. For that series. Yeah, and I, 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 people kind of get bent out of shape when you say that, but everybody knows that Butler sets the tone. Like that's not a question. He's the, he's the clear leader, and they all follow him and Pat Riley. But from a pure basketball perspective, I felt like Caleb played the best series out, out of all of them. Uh, consistent. I mean, Jimmy Butler was great in games one and two, took over both games, but after that, I thought he was just okay. Yeah, he really didn't have a good game till game seven, and even in game seven, I mean, I think Jimmy had twenty eight, yeah, and uh, but, Martin had twenty nine or something. Yeah, but but I a lot of that Butler was kind of non consequential in in game seven. I think Caleb Martin hit the big shots. Uh, Butler had I think he had twelve points going into halftime. So you know the game was kind of put away when when he was getting a lot of those. He had a couple big threes for sure uh, coming out of the second half there, but. Yeah, uh, you know they 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 wanted it more. They were better coached. They were better prepared. It is what it is. Big questions are now. What do you what do you do in the off season? Yeah, that's the thing. Um, I mean, there's rumors going around that you know possibly t- trading Brown or some other pieces. Uh, I, I definitely think a move is going to need to be made as far as uh, you know bolstering up the roster. But it's going to be interesting to see uh, if they pull the trigger on Brown. But I don't think they're going to do it, man. Oh, man, I've been like going back and forth on this. It's like he's gonna get the money, right? What, what are your options? Everyone wants to trade him for Dame. I, I don't, I don't love that. There's other options in Portland that, that can help the rebuild. You get, you get the pig. You can get uh, Anthony Simmons and, and some other things. But like, is that much better than Jalen Brown? I, I don't think so. And if you're banking on that pick, like. I don't know. It's I think the hard part is going to be that this new this new uh, CBA, the new cap is is more penal. Uh, mm, yeah, the higher, the higher you get yeah. over. Yeah. 
So I don't know. Uh, they they got some things they can do. They can they can you know there's you know Brogdon smart. Obviously, I would I would think Grant Williams is probably done in Boston, but you know we'll see we'll see what they do. I, I'm I I like Brown. I think he he you know he's only 26. He's got potential. He had, he had his best year as a pro this year. But when teams figure out how to guard him, like the Heat did, like the Warriors did last year, make him go left. I mean Draymond said it, make him go left, and he he struggles. So we'll have to uh, we'll, we'll wait and see what 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 comes out, but I don't know. Can, can you run back the same team? Maybe. No, nah, I, I, I still think you got to get some other, other pieces. I mean, like, like we talked about it before Gallo Gallo's coming back. Hopefully that'll help. But I, I feel like you still need a rebounding big, like a high volume rebounding big. And then, uh, kind of a point guard. Um, that's the thing that's going to be, that's going to have the ball in his hands to relieve, uh, to make some better decisions. So you guys aren't taking all those threes at times. I know even though, you know, Tom wanted to talk about the uh, there's no point guards, but I mean, there is there are point guards. And I think that's gonna, that's what's going to make the difference. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't disagree. They, they need another. I, I think Horford is I don't know if he's done or if he's got another year left, but his his minutes got to come down. Um, Rob Williams has to figure out how to be healthy and, and, and play some more minutes and then like you said, someone to, to kind of spell them both. And, and the point guard thing, I know you're big on the point guards. I don't, I don't think that they're as important in the NBA. Um, I think, I think more so for the, the Celtic system where, where you, you're causing play. Like the thing is, is that you, if you have a, for your team, I feel like if you have a point guard, it doesn't allow, it doesn't allow uh, the opposing team, right. To really double Tatum. Right. If you got a point guard that can run a pick, a decent pick and roll where I don't want to say like James Harden, but similar to how James Harden is, uh, you know, eating up people in those pick and rolls and you got a mm-hmm. big that can, you know, dash with a hoop. Then that's going to help those guys like Tatum and Brown be open to get those easy threes. And then or you can just put or I want to be opposed to. Seeing uh, Tatum and Brown in a pick and roll. I mean, we see it with some some teams that use their best two players and they put them in pick and roll. The four teams to make a decision, and it's kind of like a death by a thousand swords. Yeah. Yep. No. I I, I do get that. That's that, but I think Gallo coming back is going to help with the shooting. Um, but mm-hmm. I think I think you, I think you still need one more shooter. Yeah. But still, you're still in a good position. So, I mean, better better than my Knicks right now. So. <laughs> And then, uh, I mean, we're going to have the finals kicking off tomorrow with the Heat and the Nuggets. I mean, I'm not going to lie, man. I'm not going to say it right here. I think uh, I think this is going to be a, a sweep or a, 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 a gentleman sweep with that 4-1. I don't think the uh, I don't think the Heat are going to match up well against the Nuggets because they don't have a big inside that's going to really defend the Joker. And the Joker's pretty much going to have a field day down there with those guys. Then as well, the, the Nuggets are pretty much they're a, a bigger team as far as defenders. So they're going to have guys like Michael Porter Jr., who's about 6'10". And then they're going to have um, your boy uh, uh, Gordon. He's probably like 6'9", 6'10", to you know rotate between Jimmy and um, Caleb Martin, and as well as, uh, uh, what's the name, is coming back to, uh, what's his name? Yeah, Harold. So 
I, I think they're going to be in for it. Uh, it's going to be a, a, a different matchup. But, I mean, Spoel's a great coach, so I'm sure he's going to make some, some necessary adjustments to keep him in the games and possibly win a game or two. So, But ultimately, I think the Nuggets are going to be too much uh, for this team. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm with you, um, but I've counted out uh, Heat too many times. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> while I, I, I do tend to uh, agree, I'm, I'm not – I'm not. I, I'm going to go six games, and, and I still think the, the Nuggets do take it down. They're they're a good all around team. Jamal Murray's peaking. Michael Porter's playing well. They're they're a well coached team. They they move the ball. They play defense. Probably the best all around team in the league for sure. Um, so, but I don't know. It's just something about something about this Heat team, man. They're just they don't die. So we'll, yeah, that's, that's I, I think it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a dog fight. Yeah, I suppose that is their mentality. But on the other end, I think the Joker just—he just plays so fundamental that it's just—I mean, he's going to grab. We saw how many rebounds he was grabbing over Anthony Davis, and Bam's not the best rebounder, and they don't really have. That's what I said. They're kind of to me, the Heat are really undersized, mm-hmm. and I, that's what I said. I, th- I think the Joker is going to kill him down low, and then uh, and the fact once you start doubling him, it's going to allow those other guys to get those open three pointers. So. Yeah, no, I, I, I do agree. But like I said, it's still going to be fun to watch, man, just to see if the Joker can continue this uh, triple-double streak, um, which is ridiculous, average about a triple-double the whole playoffs, just to see what the Heat can do to shut them down. I mean, during the season, the you know the Nuggets took care of business. I think they beat them both times in the season. But, you know, the playoffs is a different animal. Things slow down, but it's going to be fun to watch. Yeah, I think so, too. And then another news, Nick's... Uh, they don't renew uh, Scott Perry's for another year. So, I mean, he's out of here. It's going to be interesting to see uh, what they do as far as trying to get a GM or if they're going to try to target uh, your boy from Golden State. But, you know, I don't think nobody I don't, th- I don't think he's going to come to Europe. I mean, if he did, that'd be great. But I don't <laughs> th- I don't think I don't think that's going to happen. I'm being realistic because I think uh, there's going to be a lot of changes in New York, uh, whether it be uh, Julius Randle or R.J. Barrett or uh, some of these other pieces. Yeah. Yeah, I I, uh, I think uh, Bob Myers probably take a little time off before he hops back in, but I, I would assume that he's going to be pretty coveted around the league. Oh, definitely. Um, so I'm I'm sure teams are going to throw. I think teams are going to throw enough money at him that he's going to is going to be one of those things like ah, no, nah, I can't retire. But we have to wait to see see if he sticks stick to uh, stick to his guns. So mm-hmm. for NHL, we got the uh, Stanley Cup final kicking off. Well, I think I believe on Friday. Uh, yeah. We're gonna have the, the Vegas Knights versus the uh, Florida Panthers. Um, I know your boy Matt's going crazy for these Panthers. Um, <laughs> looks like they might take it down, man. I don't know. I, I you know I, they're playing well for sure, but but to me, um, you know, Vegas is the best team in the league uh, outside of the Bruins, you know, best team in the West, and and they've you know they haven't steamrolled through the playoffs, but but they've been pretty good. Took care of a good Dallas team there at the end. And uh, they're well coached. Butch Cassidy, uh, Bruins ex head coach from last year, he, he gets these guys playing well. So I think this this should be a good series. Panthers are obviously the hottest team uh, coming in. Uh, they they took care of business across the board after they got down three one to the Bruins. Um, I think they've won uh, what is it eleven of the next twelve games to get to the finals after you know losing three out of the first four. So. Matt Kachuk is turning into a, a star uh, in front of everyone's eyes, even though he's kind of a douche. Uh, <laughs> and uh, they they got a good team. They they play they play hard. They're good uh, offensively and defensively. Um, and they got a good captain, Barkov. Uh, so yeah, I mean the thing with go- the the um, 
the Vegas Knights is that offense can get hot. And if the offense gets hot, uh, they can score a lot of goals. So, yeah, it should be it should be a good series. Unfortunately, you know, we've talked about it doesn't really matter because, you know, none of these guys are from these places anyways. But, you know, having a Vegas versus a South Florida um, final is probably not ideal for the NHL. But, you know, they, they have good talent from from all over. Oh, yeah. Like I said, it's going to be fun to watch, man. Uh, it's all about who's going to uh, heat up. I didn't, I didn't even know. Uh, I thought that was kind of cool that uh, Kachuk and um, Tatum went to the same uh, like high school. Yeah, yeah, it is. They were showing that video on, uh, on like, I think, Game 6 or Game 7 uh, with, T- yeah. with the TNT crew. When he was like in 8th grade or whatever, he was talking about yeah. Kachuk. Yeah, he's like, I'm here, and the reason why I'm coming, I go to the school is because of this person, that person, oh, yeah. and yeah. my boy Matt, Matt, uh, Matt Chuck, he was in the background, like, doing some weird dance. I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah, it was pretty good. But I think they asked Matt about it, and he was like, uh, I don't really think they talk like that, so I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah. PJ is not till next week, right? The tournament's next week, right? Uh, the U.S. Open is in two weeks, four weeks, oh, two, but... But uh, this week is the Memorial, um, so Jack Nicholas's tournament. Uh, they play every year at Mirfield Village, uh, in Dublin, Ohio. Uh, this is one of the ele- elevated events, so it, it should get a good, um, a good draw. Uh, t- and so I always remember his Tiger dominating this course, um, but I think it was a few years ago. Rom hit like that 65 footer to, to 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 in a playoff, and then Dustin Johnson hit like a 42 footer. It was kind of a crazy. Crazy playoff, um, but anyways, uh, yeah, it's it's always a fun fun tournament. It's a tough course. I mean, it's just tight. There's water, you know, random water all over the place, uh, you know, dog legs and, and all this stuff. But it's a it's fun to watch. I, I enjoy, it's one of my you know favorite favorite tournaments to watch. And, and then Jack's there at the end uh, to um, congratulate the winner. Uh, so. Big, big tournament. Uh, you know, these guys all love playing here. They love going to see Jack. So um, it's kind of like uh, when, when Arnie was alive and they had the Bay Hill and, and Arnie would, would um, congratulate the winner. Uh, so, you know, they, these guys have a lot of respect for the game, uh, obviously, and, and uh, you know, love going to, to Dublin, Ohio for a weekend. And then uh, who, who are you liking in uh, this tournament for the uh, this uh, week? Yeah, so so this is a course that John Rom plays really well. I, I like Rom. Uh, Max Homa plays well here too, and and Justin Thomas um, as well. You know, you, you you have to drive the ball well, and you have to have good wedges, and and uh, those three guys can can do that. Um, who do I, I? I still like Rom. I, you know, I, he didn't play. Obviously, didn't play great. Um, uh, you know, at, at the uh, at the PGA, um, but. But I think he he typically plays well here. Uh, so if I had if I had money, I'd probably go on on Rom on this one. Okay, might be able to have a little dabble in that. Check out the uh, check out the odds. Yeah, I was just checking. I bet I, I would imagine Scheffler is the the favorite to win it. Um, yeah, Scheffler Scheffler Rom can't win. Those are the top three. Victor Hoffman yeah. been playing well too, so I, you know I wouldn't count him out. Um, but but yeah, I, I for 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 value, I like uh, I like Justin Thomas at thirty to one. Uh, Ricky Fowler is sitting there at thirty five to one. He plays well at the Colonial or at um at the Memorial. So yeah, you want some value? Those those are the guys for me. Justin Thomas, Ricky Fowler. I'll spread it out. <laughs> <laughs> 
definitely looking forward to it. And then, uh, time again ladies and gentlemen we got another edition of jay's bites and brew what you got for us all right so this week we got a uh crispy chicken uh caprese so you know you can pretty much do the chicken however you want i i do um for this one i i went with uh italian seasoning uh on the bread uh panko italian seasoned panko crumbs um so uh just your typical uh flour egg wash and then into the, the, the panko crumbs, uh, thin sliced, or you can get the chicken breasts and pound them down either way. Uh, fry it for a couple minutes aside, two or three minutes per side, uh, put those off, off to the side. Uh, actually you can do this both at the same time. So you're going to, you're going to be making the chicken and then in a, uh, a cast iron pan, I started, uh, blistering the tomatoes. So through some grape, uh, Grape tomatoes into the uh, the pan with a little bit of oil. Uh, get those kind of let those sit for like five minutes or so. Um, just let them you know roast like that, and then start you know start moving them around a little bit. Make sure you get all the sides uh, nice and charred up. Throw some garlic in there and uh, a little bit of salt. Uh, mix that up. Probably about won't take long for the garlic to brown in that. So probably 15, 30 seconds, something like that. And then uh, hit hit it with a little white wine, dry white wine. So like a half cup deglaze that pan a little bit let that cook down for about two minutes and then uh, put that into a bowl uh, with some lemon juice and uh, uh, chopped basil and and mix that up together took the chicken you know that's been cooked put it put that at the bottom of your plate top it with the uh, the tomato uh, basil mixture through uh, had uh, a a burrata ball Um, so similar to mozzarella you can eat mozzarella too if you want but burrata is a little creamier spread the burrata out on top of that and then hit it with a balsamic glaze on top sounds good man with that glaze yeah. on top. yeah honestly it wasn't it wasn't um it didn't take too long to make make which was nice uh so but yeah it was it was it was pretty good it was delicious and i, I don't really love like i don't love blistered tomato i don't love tomatoes in general i, I eat them but I don't, they're not my favorite but but for for whatever reason these ones these ones are pretty good and then uh, what would you guys drink that down with? All right. So with that, I had a, a new, I think, I don't know if I've, I've done a, um, a review on these guys. So a resident culture uh, brewing company, they're in, uh, they're in Charlotte. Uh, I think they got a couple spots, uh, one downtown and one in one of the, you know, up and coming areas, but did they uh, had their lightning drop double uh, single IPA? Yep. Just a regular single IPA. Um, it's, it's New England style. Obviously, it's got it's uh, hazy, uh, citra, mosaic hops, uh, which again are, are for me kind of like summer summer type hops, kind of more fruitful and and, uh, and flavorful. Honestly, I, I was I was pretty impressed. I, I I've, I've had a couple resident cultures before, and I, I thought they were only okay. Mm-hmm. Um, felt like this one was was really good. Uh, you know, it was it had that kind of that hazy feel, but didn't wasn't like too heavy. Um, kind of it did remind me of some of the northeast style beers. But yeah, you know, a little bit of a little bit of pineapple in there, maybe a little bit of um, uh, mango. Uh, pretty good. I thought it I thought it was. Uh, yeah, I thought I'd, I'd I'd get it again. That's for sure. Um, I'd probably give it a, an eight point oh. Ooh, finally breaks it, man. It 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 
broke that for me. I, you know, I had, I had it and I, uh, I got it from one of my friends and, and um, I was like, I'm impressed by this one. It, it kind of, once I hit the palate, it was, um, it, it kind of, I don't know. It, 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 it was good. After you said that, did you make the, uh, the white Walker face? The what? The white Walker face. Yeah. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> yeah. It, it probably oh. looked like that. <laughs> oh man, that means it's definitely good, man. Definitely have to see if I can find some, something similar to that around here. And then uh, that's JD's Bites and Brew, everybody. And then uh, this week for the BRRs, I mean, you still got the uh, same shows that are in, ro- in rotation right now between uh, between uh, Silo, Class of 09, uh, Yellow Jackets, and From. I don't think I caught up on uh, Yellow Jackets. Oh, you didn't watch the, finale, the ser- season finale yet? No, not yet. I'll probably watch it uh, tonight or tomorrow because I was watching all the NBA games and stuff. Um, yeah, it's, uh, another, yeah, it's another another bonkers one. Yeah. <laughs> it's a weird show, man. Like I do enjoy it, um, but man, he's whoever wrote this show is sick in the head. Got some issues. <laughs> yeah, man. It's just uh, definitely definitely gonna check that out. I don't know if you caught up on uh, Silo yet. I did not yet. I, we um, started watching. Uh, finish. I, I realized I didn't finish defending Jacob, so I started finishing that. Oh, okay. I gotta watch that. I didn't start that. I gotta watch that. Um, yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, and then uh, some unrealistic stuff, but pretty good. Yeah, I, I heard the yeah, I heard the acting was good with uh between the uh, between the boy uh, Captain America and then uh I forget who else is in there. Uh, I forget. Uh, I forget the guy's name. Yeah, but then uh, but for Silo, they uh uncovered some uh it was a a new finding by one of the guys that always sits in the cafeteria. But I kind of, I kind of got to go back to see what he was doing. Uh, I don't want to give it away, but I think that's going to be a key piece later on. Kind of like a little Easter egg that they drop. We find out some more information about, um, you know, who's moving and shaking as far as, uh, you know, who's doing the dirt. Kind of expected, but I'm sure there's more, way more to it because, you know, the, we still don't know where this person is getting their orders from. So definitely a good show, man. Then we got a class of 09. Like I said, it's getting better, man. Um, some definitely want to check out when you get a chance. It's not many episodes. I think it's like four or six episodes um, mm-hmm. in total. Uh, well, I think four is out now, and then I think they're gonna they're only doing six, so it's kind of short. I think it was six. I don't remember, but definitely something you can check out after you uh, finish uh, the Jacob show. I think you can still wait on it because uh, you got to finish up Silo and uh, some other stuff. So. Yeah, yeah, I got some. We got some shows right now. Then I'm watching Ted Lasso on the side. I finally started that up. Yeah, I like that show, man. It's good, man. It's short, quick episodes, kind of like yeah. uh, Emily in Paris. Um, uh, oh no, they're doing eight eight episodes for uh, Class of '09, but it's a mini series. Okay. But yeah, I like Ted Lasso, man. It's, like I said, it's quick, short episodes, just like Emily in Paris. Um, mm-hmm. They don't really drag out. Some of them, some of them are kind of humorous. Uh, like some of the characters on there, so definitely a great show. A great show that Apple has right now. Yeah, yeah, Apple's uh, Apple's killing it right now. Yeah, man, they're stepping it up. They started off a little slow, man, but I think C and uh, what I figure whatever that uh, the um, the new show pretty much carried them like that first year as they were like you know getting themselves together. But now they got a bunch of bangers coming out, man. And then uh, we got from I mean another great episode. They uncovered some stuff as far as uh, a way they can defend 
against these uh, monsters. But we still, it's kind of left on the cliffhanger, so still more to be uh, found out to see uh, how they can get this stuff or, you know, do what they just did to uh, defeat one of them. Um, mm-hmm. But it's still kind of weird. Still a lot going on, man. Um, but still, we don't still know, don't, we still don't know where they're at. And I felt like they kind of d- trailed off on, uh, you know, trying to make outside communication. Hopefully they can pick it back up. So, but we'll see what happens after these next few episodes. And then uh, started Love and Death. That's on uh, Matt, HBO Max. Uh, so far, so good. It's about the uh, uh, Candy Montgomery. I think she, you know, had an affair and she ended up killing, uh, you know, some people that was involved in the affair. So based off a true story. So as the girl from uh, Scarlet, Scarlet Witch. So, okay. so, so far, so good, man. And then uh, outside of that, caught up on... Uh, which I watched the missing that missing movie on uh, Netflix that just came out. Um, that oh, was yeah, pretty that good. Was, that was good, yeah. That was pretty good, man. Um, I thought it was gonna be kind of like corny, but then it kind of got like uh, it kind of got good, man. It reminded me of Searching. I don't know if you ever seen that one. Yes, it did. It was it's yeah. by the same same writers. Same writer, yeah. So it reminded me of that. You know, where people are using the internet to kind of solve crimes. Uh, some of the stuff she was doing, I was like, oh damn, I didn't even know I could do that. And then, mind you, I was like, oh, damn, I wonder how much shit I'm giving away on freaking Google Google, and all these freaking apps uh, that she was finding. So definitely something you could check out for, like, you know, you know a little daylight, date night movie or something. And then uh, I know The Walking Dead has another show, spinoff series coming out. Like, why? I don't know. To be honest, man, I, I was going to go back and, and watch uh, The uh, Fear of the Walking Dead because I never really watched it. I watched, like, two episodes. I couldn't do it. I, I guess got that, that show just dragged on, and then you know, Fear the Walking Dead. I was like, all right, I'll, I'll try it, and I just couldn't do it. Yeah, I guess the spinoff is about uh, uh, what's the girl Maggie? So pretty much they go into a, a Negan. Sorry, Negan. Negan. Yeah. Negan. Yeah. So they go into a city where it's like infested. I guess somebody takes her her son or kid, and they got to go get him back. So I might give it a try, man, but we'll see. And then I caught up. I watched the uh, Evil Dead Rise. Um, it was all right. Probably give it like a seven out of ten. You know, kind of one of those uh, possession movies. You know, people have to fight off the possession, but it doesn't really get like too like churchy where they're doing like spells and shit. They're just pretty much uh, hacks on the uh, the monsters. Uh, the overall, is a, a decent horror movie, man. Something you could watch uh, if you don't want to wait to if you can if you want to wait to uh, Halloween to watch it or you want to watch it now definitely something you can watch for a scary movie night so mm-hmm. and then outside of that it wasn't really much else man oh no i, I watched uh the catchy killer that's with the girl from um divergent i think aaron aaron rogers ex-girl that one was all right too man gave it a okay. about probably like a 6.8 out of 10 maybe a seven okay. i think it was kind of cool i want to say cool because the the uh killer was uh like a, a special ops type type of guy he was going buck wild in there, the way he was shooting people and stuff, throwing bombs at him. But, I mean, ultimately, it was kind of, uh, the way they caught him was kind of corny. Um, it wasn't really, it wasn't really like any special way they caught him. Um, it was just like a normal, I don't want to give it away, but normal way they caught him and the way he went went out. But, I mean, overall, it wasn't really uh, much else. There's a few other stuff on my list I want to get through, so. And then uh, going on that, got, got a lot of shows on, on that on that list, Rich. Yeah, I mean, you're taking one day at a time, man. Um, but I think it's really not that much because, like, once you go through, 
I just focused on one at a time, and then we just got, then we got the you know the normal, the normal rotation shows, which you can watch when they, you know whenever they come on during the week. But during the during the like regular regular time when they're not on, it gives you time to binge like one sh- go through one show quick. So, and then uh, you guys watching anything on your end? No, I think just just the shows that yeah, I was mentioning. I was trying to think anything else we watched. Uh, uh, Firefly Lane. The one with uh, Catherine Heigl and Sarah Chalk. Oh, how was that one? It's it's not bad. It's a, it's a you know rom drum, but yeah, it's they just released the the second half of the second season and it wasn't bad. Eight episodes, easy easy watch. Uh, they put add that to li- that was already on the list, but it's kind of kind of in, in the towards the bottom half because uh, yeah, I'm they, they, they flip they flip through like three three different like time periods. So like when they were kids, when they are kind of like early adults and then when they're um you know current current life so that that part's pretty neat. you can kind of see you know the, the the way that how they got to where they are essentially right so it's it's not bad it's pretty i mean sarah chalk and, and Catherine heigl are good actors uh, i forget the australian guy's name but he's also good um just uh it's 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 pretty good acting pretty good storyline um but yeah it's just one of those one of those rom drums Okay, might have to I'll bump that up on the queue list then. <laughs> and yeah, man, that's pretty much it. I don't think I got anything else. Nice. All right, ladies and gentlemen, until next time. Until next time, Rich. I want to thank y'all for rocking out here on the Sports Sidebar Podcast. Give y'all something to ride out on. <laughs>